feel my heartbeat now in the race and it's time to compete we're running to your mark ready set go let the bullshit stop cause it's time to show show and prove huh so make your movies yeah play to win huh never to lose yeah i've been through the valley of death and i ain't thinking i'ma keep on climbing through the depths of satan steadfast on the light with the knowledge of you see it may have to fall from grace to get up on the truth Club 89, and I'd like you to meet Roman Anthony, who is here in the studio today. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? Okay. So, that was Fallen from Grace by Roman Anthony, and just to back announce the other ones, Indigo and Mood to Swing, Fly to the Moon, Delacy with Hideaway, Kim Izell with Alex Neri, Love Me or Leave Me, and the New York City Peach Boys, of course. 
sending us on a journey. This is Cosmo with you on Club 89. And tonight, our special guest is Rome Anthony, who's up here tonight. And he's going to be uh, talking to us, playing for us, and also playing some of his uh, new tunes. So you definitely want to stick around for that. We'll also be playing a few new mixes of Bring You Up, which you've heard a million times on my radio show, as I'd love to play that one. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, he's going to ask you, the listeners, to decide which one he should press. We definitely want to hang out for this show tonight. It should be really hot. <laughs> so first, Roman, I want to thank you for coming up. No, thank you guys for doing this, supporting house music, anybody. Oh, yeah, Everybody. definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Now, I wanted to ask you, like, when, like, how did you first start getting into like making music? Um, I first started off totally away from house music um, by playing the guitar. Oh, yeah. You know, just like a little kid going to guitar lessons like that. Uh -huh. And just went from there, you know. Uh, that was when I was really young. Mm -hmm. And just played a lot of uh, things that totally unrelated to house music, so I got a musical bass first. Like, what kind of stuff did you play? <laughs> Believe it or not, like Eagles, Led Zeppelin, uh -huh. uh, Chuck Berry, mm -hmm. and a lot of Hendrix. So it's kind of like me then. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, very eclectic. Definitely, uh -huh. the, the guitar-based yeah. music, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it comes out still, like with tracks like The Wanderer. I try to, like yeah, that, I try yeah. to, yeah, definitely try to um, put some uh, the, you know, more, I don't know, uh, universal instrumentation, but right. keeping the um, house music solidly as the bass, mm -hmm. you know, the kick and so forth, yeah. Right, yeah. and then just like also different kinds of structures of songs and stuff like that. Yeah, arrangement yeah. is very important, right. very important, yeah. So when did you first start getting into house? Okay, that was around maybe uh, like mm, a couple of clubs opened up, like Zanzibar mm -hmm. and things like that. And uh, I would suggest that anybody who wants to be a DJ or a producer go to the clubs and hear the music in that you know arena in yeah. that way. And once I did that, it just knocked me out. The, right. the loudness, the volume of the stuff, and uh, the way the music sounded over systems that were really, you know, great systems. Mm -hmm. Like the simplest thing was really effective, you know. Right. I suggest anybody wants to be involved, go to the clubs and listen, you know, first. And then uh, from there, I was hooked. Oh. I was hooked in the whole scene. Well, what, what about it moved you? Um, the force. Music, yeah. more, you know, music is uh, emotional, but you can really feel it like the bass and it's all around you it's a, it's on another level yeah another level. You're, yeah and one thing about house music i've noticed is kind of like it unifies all different kinds of people i Absolutely. would say more so than many other kinds of music i Absolutely. mean sexually racially um you know male female age-wise whatever true whatever class backgrounds you know it unifies a lot of different kinds of people yes That's, and when you get in a room mm -hmm. a big room where the, you know everyone's feeling harmony. the same thing yeah, yeah. harmony it's, it's it's spiritual it's a Spiritual exactly. experience, yes. Definitely. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but um, how would you think that with your, you know, background, how do you think that you're different from a lot of the house artists today? Well, uh, to be frank, it goes back to learning instrumentation, learn it, learn about music. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't take anything away from uh, getting a CD-ROM or getting a computer, a Mac, and then just uh, programming things that somebody else did. You know, my music is a little earthy because I try to go from. The real instrumentation, you know, yeah. real instrumentation as a bass, mm -hmm. you know, real music. So it's a lot, uh, there's a lot of atmosphere in my music because I understand, you know, music mm -hmm. you know, from the basis of instruments, you know, right. real instruments. You do, know. do you like a lot of your tracks come about by you sitting around with a guitar in your room kind of thing? or? Um, some of the best things, some of the most uh, uh, biggest selling records, like Falling From Grace was basically um, just strumming along some chords, you know. Uh -huh. And that's really uh, atmospherical. So that was from like Hendrix, something right. like a Hendrix type of thing. And then, uh -huh. 
other inspirations come from all over the place. Like maybe uh, going to a club, you know, and hearing certain things. Mm -hmm. and influences, you should open your mind and write about anything you want to write about, you yeah. know, and, and just be free to create, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. So that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. Because I think you have a very unique kind of vision, you know, and I think that a lot of, um, house producers today. I mean, I, I still I think it's a lot of great, great house music sure, out there. I'm not sure. dissing anybody, mm -hmm. but sometimes it's pretty Don't easy. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's pretty easy to kind of get your tunnel vision on. Okay, you know? now that, that leans to another situation where um, Tony Humphrey said one time, he said, uh, you get a product from a record company and they may want the artist to go in a certain market. So sometimes it's not the producers, sometimes they acquire um, jobs from the record company saying we want this artist to move into the X field right. and so the producer must format that sound for uh, that artist to hit that field you know mm -hmm. so it, it gets thrown on the producer but a lot of times it comes down from up top saying that we want her to go to this field or we want this kind of record you know right. so always keep that in mind it's not just the producer saying I want to do this and I want to make it like that sometimes they actually acquire jobs and remixes for a certain market and that's probably happening more and more now actually absolutely you know because if you look on a 12 inch as the R&B mix the hip hop mix sure. the house mix the trance mix the yeah. after hours mix <laughs> the jazz dub mix yeah. or whatever but inside house music there's a lot of different uh, sounds and feels that you can do. You know? Yeah, I mean, do you think it's become more factionalized? I mean, it just seems that, I mean, from what I understand from like older DJs, they say that, well, in the 80s, everyone had like Break for Love, you know? Yeah. Whereas nowadays, it's very few records that everybody has. You know, because you have your jungle people who are only into jungle. You have your sound factory people who are only into the Junior Vasquez sound. You have your little Louis Vega kind of like sound factory bar kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you agree with that? Or do you think that there are still records that hit across all fields? That's that's a very wide uh, I'm, I'm, I'm asking that's, you because I don't know well, well, that, I don't know either because that's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one because uh -huh. that's a tough one because right. uh, it depends on what clubs you frequent and what DJs right. you follow. Yeah. And um, as long as it's all to do with house music I'm all for it you know and yeah. dance music in general and supporting it you know it's we need to hear new things all the time and independent companies to do what they really want to manifest that's important so yeah it, that's it's all good so to speak you know mm -hmm. as long as they keep it you know in the house and keep it pumping for DJs and clubs and things like that right well, speaking of hearing some new stuff um what do you say we play one of your new tracks that you're working on? It'd be my pleasure. Uh, All right. Yep. Well, what's the one that you have queued up here? This first know? one is an artist I produced. Uh, her name is Eve Angel, and mm -hmm. um, she's uh, coming out in the middle of July on 83 West. And she's a very uh, dynamite vocalist. She's going to be, um, I think, one of the premier artists coming up. And it was a pleasure to work with her. And this song is called Not The Same. I produced it and uh, wrote it, and she's the artist. Okay, great. Well, let's All get right. to it. All right.
play.
89 you with romance and of course and uh, you may be wondering why we played two mixes of that song but uh Romanthony here was telling me about how it was just hell getting the guitar sound and that. Yes, because um, that was called orchestration. Some things that, uh, like maybe the guys in uh, King Crimson understand when you use the guitar to be the bass and other things, you know. And for the DJs, that's still 120. That's just that's still the tempo is 120, and if you get it hooked up with a, a groove underneath it, it'll still ride over top of that. I was hoping some people would. Um, catch on to that you know yes and now next week all the djs will be playing that oh, i hope so <laughs> i hope so and it'll be add another dimension to it you know definitely it mixes right over top it is 120 you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the song before that was eve angel it's not the same yes that's my new artist that i produce for my production company on 83 west yeah and, and the reason why we're playing uh, station ids over that is so none of you other djs will be go going out and bootlegging that that's <laughs> right support because <laughs> uh we need to get the money where it's supposed yes, to go support, right yes that happens yeah. to a lot of djs right now you know and a yeah. lot of artists yeah yeah so mm -hmm. i mean have you ever had face that problem yourself um yeah but um i you know it's still still going on as as we speak today so you yeah. have to do as much as you can you know right. like i'm no different than um muskman and things like that you know <laughs> right. you know but it's just but sometimes you want to feel like they love the music so much. That's what I think with that. I actually, try to look yeah. at it that way, but yeah. at, at the same time, you know, um, you know, you can try to learn for yourself and uh -huh. you know, do things your own way. But we all face bootlegging and things like that. But right. can't get in the way. Keep on pushing on. Yeah, exactly. Keep on pushing on. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now talking about uh, record companies and stuff like that, what was it that inspired you to start your own Blackmail Records? Um, let's see. Uh, well, to tell the truth, it was from hardship because uh, what happened was there was a lot of meetings I had with so-called managers in the beginning, like years ago. They thought like I was a really good talent, and they take me around to these companies with steel doors and gold records on the wall and pictures, and I tell them my vision, mm -hmm. and I'd be basically thrown out of the office. You know, that, <laughs> what, what did he say your vision was? <laughs> well, um, you know, um, basically dance music or house music, mm -hmm. and with a lot of different. Um, ideas based into it you know mm -hmm. uh, and at that time uh, it just didn't fit with the company's uh, directions and everything so yeah. that's what you face it's a good thing when an artist can marry with a good record company to support them and let them do what they want but yeah. since they didn't I got a lot of the DJs and uh, you know send peace out to all the DJs in the beginning it said you know just give certain guys uh, maybe one acetate and maybe that'll help you get started and uh, that was sort of the way it went after I decided you know I, I was tired of um, getting uh, turned down or shot down mm -hmm. my confidence was still intact I still believe I right. never stopped believing so I yeah. just said you know maybe I'll try it you know there were clubs like um, Zanzibar the shelter and things mm -hmm. like that back in the day and they should come back again but uh, we'd go there and start breaking material there and uh, the guys, the DJs supported it. Right. You know, right. And, it, and once you get um, your mind set to do something, you'll see that, like, you know, things will line up and it'll sort of snowball. If it's a positive thing you're trying to do from the heart, you, you won't lose, you know, you really mm -hmm. won't lose. That's what happened. I had no idea what was going to happen with the company, you know, distribution. I had no idea in the mm -hmm. beginning, but there was just a love for the music and there was a whole community that just rallied around us. Right. And they support us to this day, so. What year did you start the Blackmail? I think in around 89 or 90. Yeah. I started producing for people and it was on different labels and things like that, mm -hmm. you know, and then uh, I found my niche, you know. Yeah. And then uh, Blackmail came out uh, with, like, Now You Want Me. That was uh, one of the first singles. And, uh, the shelter around the heyday of that 
Um, they just blew it up, you know, they right. blew up that song. And uh, from there, the company in the beginning got out of control. There was so many calls from people, um, you know, uh, asking for it, and we had to really get ourselves together as far as distribution and how to get the records. But the easiest thing to do is just do what you can. And the other thing is if, they're, if they want it in the beginning, they should be there in the end when you get your product together. Just do what you can, get the records to the places and the DJs that you can, and don't worry about all those impossible places like that really you could never get your records to and have any idea how they're selling or charting. Just, you know, regionally start small if you want to and just keep going, you know, right. basically. That's what a company is all about, having mm -hmm. someone with a vision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you about is that it seems like every month there's a new romance. Sometimes there's two a month. Sometimes there's three <laughs> a month. Are you always in the studio? Yeah. Uh, basically, I love it. You know, I love uh -huh. to do it um, to challenge the machines, tweak them to get certain sounds that um, they're not supposed to be that way. Mm -hmm. But mainly the reason is because house music, I feel, is a DJ's market, yeah. and DJs love. Uh, like junkies, they love a fix, they love new things. Right. And if you want to be a serious house music artist, you need to keep the DJ supplied with um, different kind of material so they can keep going, you know. So mm -hmm. basically that's why I try to give um, a, a lot of material, you know, yeah. for the DJs, you know. Right. Yeah. So aside from doing blackmail and stuff on Azuli, and mm -hmm. now you have 83 West, you're producing artists, what other labels are you working with? Oh, we're working with a, a label uh, called Zippy uh -huh. from Cause and Effect. Uh, they're a new label, uh, well not new, but they're a new, um, you know, uh, account I should say for my production company. Right. 80th, uh, Zippy is from Germany and cause and effect all over. Um, Downtown 161. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, a song called Years of Pressure with um, Mercedes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was on uh, that label. Mm -hmm. And let's see, I did a remix for, um, actually the first major label thing I did was a remix for EMI Electrola in Germany, mm -hmm. Cologne. So um, there are about five different labels, yeah. and we, and we welcome people to you know collaborate with you know mm -hmm. we we do welcome the welcome them their business and things like that mm -hmm. when they uh, ask us to do remixes if it can fit in our schedule we'll do that. Now who's you know? the we? Um, well, basically me. <laughs> me, it's, me it's, myself, it, and no, I. Yeah, it's basically me. But I just want to say we to feel stronger. You know? that, I think that's nice though. No, mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. I really mm -hmm. like that because as we were talking before, how like you know we you transmit music. It kind of is a we thing. It's not just absolutely. Like, yeah. There's know. yeah. I think there's an order in like the universe. I don't want to get too deep. But there's an order that. You know, nobody should get too gassed up because there's, there's nothing new under the sun, as Samir says, my buddy, you know. There's nothing, <laughs> right, there's nothing new under the sun. You just have to get in where you fit in, you right. know, and be satisfied, you know, and it'll all come in time. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it'll all come in time. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I say we because it's just me, and I think that fans have a way of throwing out... Uh, rhythms and, and hoping come on come out with a fat cut you know right. things like that and then sort of I feel it all the way down there in the studio and then uh, mm -hmm. just it seems to be clicking you know? now how do you come like where does the inspiration like how do you feel it sometimes I mean is, it, is there frustration ever involved or a lot of frustration yeah. a lot of frustration most of the um most of the the best rhythm tracks come after basically you you almost pass out and it, and it disrupts <laughs> and it disrupts your your normal breathing, your normal, uh, you know, uh, body mechanics, and if you keep going, you'll almost um, be in a hypnotic state in the right. studio, and uh, like sort of like when you're in a club and a DJ's really getting a good mix, you just need to stay in the mix or stay in the studio, even when you feel like 
you know, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. You got to push past that point, and then uh, that's when it really starts to come. Right. You know, when you don't know why or how, you just did as much as you could, and then it uh, starts to kick in after that. Go past that point of just com- when you're comfortable. Right. Don't stay comfortable. Try to add a little more percussion here or something else there, right. and then you'll be surprised. You know, the next morning maybe when you wake up and see, you know, what you've done, mm-hmm. you'll be surprised. Like, wow, did I do that? You know. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like so that. you're always, always in the studio, huh? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How about DJing? DJing out at all? Well, I did start um, uh, something called the DJ Syndicate. Right. A lot of friends who support me and say, check out this tape and so forth and so on. I try to keep a good eye out for new businesses. Mm-hmm. So um, I put something together called the DJ Syndicate where um, if I don't feel comfortable enough, I've been I've been DJing for a while, but um, it's more important to keep the product with Blackmail, I think. But mm-hmm. I've got a little more time, free time now, and uh, I'll be spinning, you know, soon. But uh, the syndicate enables me to uh, hook up good DJs with certain promoters who call. You know, yeah. I'll help out other guys mm-hmm. until I'm really ready. Because I listen to some of the masters, and uh, I want to be like that. You know, right. I start to spin. You know, not just some guy trying to capitalize because he made a track. You know, and then right. uh, he said, "Can you come spin?" Oh, sure. And then he's just like, mm. <laughs> "That's that's worse." You know, that's the worst thing to do. You're absolutely right. I never even mm-hmm. thought about that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How about this summer? Uh. Yeah, uh, we started a club down mm-hmm. in, uh, on the beach mm-hmm. in Beach Town, New Jersey, we call it. Yeah, and we're going to have our first party July 1st, and I'm going to let all the guys spin there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, we'll showcase some of the DJs I like and a lot of our music. Do you want to say where it is, or, uh, well, or are you uh, not ready to do that yet? Not really, because okay. this is one thing it's important to say. A lot of times uh, um, promoters or maybe uh, booking agents will start a club and the people really want to come out and party but they don't have the promoters or the people in control don't really have control and then it's like all of a sudden the club stopped and it's like wow what happened and it's like before i really blow it up and let everybody know what's going on we're going to truly start underground and let it build from there you know Mm -hmm. that's a good idea yeah Yeah. and then then when we're in control like you know as far as all those legalities are out of the way not just some kind of party we throw together Everybody should come and enjoy it, and you'll have yeah. a safe place to stay, you know, and come Definitely. consistently. That's what I think is more important than just, you know, everybody come. Fly by night, yep. kind of, yep. you know, success Absolutely. and whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. nothing happens. That seems yeah. to happen quite a bit now, it actually, does. with it these does. small parties, you know, cropping up all uh-huh. over New York. Yeah. I, I want to stay consistent, you know. Yeah. I remember the feelings when you go to a club for like maybe three months, and all of a sudden you start telling everybody about it. Then all of a sudden, you know, you go and the doors are chained, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, where yeah. do we go? You know, where do we go now? So we're gonna try to do it right, you know. We're mm-hmm. gonna try to do it right. Just so. like with your music, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. That's why it's taking me a little long. It seems like we got to do it ourselves, but uh, make sure we cover our bases before we move on to another field. You know? Yeah. yeah. Why don't we play something else that you're working on? Okay. You have something else queued up, right? Absolutely. This okay. is um, a, a major label remix I did for um, Andy and Dianites. I, I hope I pronounced it right from Germany. Mm-hmm. And it's called a Mean to You. And I remixed it for them because they said they were fans and they got a deal in Germany. And could I help them out with like a China, harder tronic sound? Mm-hmm. So I did a remix and this is called Mean to You. Okay, great. All right. Let's get with it. Mm-hmm. Ich will zu dir Ich will zu dir Ich will zu dir 
Anthony, of course, who's up here with us tonight on Club 89. This is DJ Cosmo with you. That was Ministry of Love from Rome Anthony. And uh, one thing I wanted to talk to you about was your gospel influence that's so prevalent in so much of your stuff. Yeah. It, the, <laughs> the reason it's, you know, the reason I do that is because um, I just like to put out music that reminds me of a bass. You know? mm-hmm. uh, something that reminds me of where it sort of comes from and... Uh, the most free form of uh, expression, soulfulness, you know? Mm-hmm. Try to keep a, um, something out there that reminds me to keep it all together, you know, right. basically. What I think gospel is, uh, like a little message, a little bass, 
you know, we can get wild too, but it's like a, important to have a base. Right. Yeah. So is there anything to do with your upbringing at all? Or? Uh, yeah, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of going to church, but not understanding. Right. So I was older, what was, but it was a feeling you'd get when right. somebody would really, uh, you know, let themselves go, you uh -huh. know, and let all the, um, things out during the week they let those frustrations out maybe on Sunday and then I, that would be really chill up my spine so I'd never forget that thing called the vamp when they get really going in the song they just vamp over and over and like the spirit would go so I guess that, that never left me you know right. that thing you know the thing about gospel music that strikes me is that you don't have to be like you know of a certain religion to get into it it's just it doesn't really matter as much like what the words say. It's mm -hmm. more the feeling, yeah. and it's just this exalted kind of euphoric feeling. Well, it doesn't matter what the words it say. Does it matter does what matter what the words say. Yeah, if yeah, you're but, not, if you're mm -hmm. like, if you're not into, uh, I mean, if you're from a different religion, I think it can still hit you. Absolutely. You know, that's what I'm be, trying. Yeah. And I think that's what your music does. I mean. Thank you. You well, know, yeah. just stuff like bring you up. I mean, mm -hmm. that is like just an amazing kind of. Thanks. That that <laughs> is um, we've been doing this for a while, and I wanted to say that um. Didn't the feeling bring you up? Doesn't, doesn't this make you feel good, you know? Didn't we bring you up, you know, so to speak? And uh, that's uh, the feeling of house music, and let's just say it, you know, higher. We can get higher, and it, and it brought... The scene came from a very dark... I remember going to some clubs, and it was so dark, and so many things going on that were decadent, you know? Mm -hmm. And now you go into the clubs, and it, it actually has sort of changed a bit, you know, some How of the so? clubs. How do you think it's changed? Well, there seems to be more harmony, freer, uh, mm -hmm. freer feelings, and some of the people um, are reminding us of uh, some kind of uh, peace peace, and uh, get do better with your life and try to strive. House music always seems to be striving, keep reaching on, pushing on, things like that. Right. And um, it seems like uh, when we first started uh, giving DJs records, we'd go into some of the clubs and uh, it was such an under, underworld kind of feeling, like you could be Something bad can happen at any minute, and but now it seems like it's changed over the times. Maybe I've grown or something. I'm not as uh, uncomfortable mm -hmm. around the arena, but it seems like um, a lot more people are using the music as a message and trying to change some things. You know, right, better, you know. right. Now that kind of like ties into like lyrics and stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. how is that one of the more difficult parts for you, like compared to like the musical part, or? Yeah, music is uh, like my best friend. It's like a glove, you know. Right. I can put music is very good, but lyrics. Uh, a lot of the times, we I can write a song, and then uh, the initial uh, verses and things don't even work with the music. So you have to recheck and check over again with the uh, lyrics. And like I said, going back to it, it's about when you write a song. It's it's if you care about how it's going to affect people and uh, you know at large and in general. Uh, when I hear my songs back, they always keep me based and they remind me of something uh, that I like, you know, things right. I like and keeps me based, you know, and some kind of uh, thought, like mm -hmm. meditation, you know, mm -hmm. like that. So um, lyrics are hard, but um, you have to do that. You have to, if you want to be just a more of a, just a programmer or, a, you know, basically a track person or like that, you need to say something that, you know, everybody is like young or old. We're going through the same things. I'm going through the same things like you're going through, but mm -hmm. I have like the um, format to maybe speak on a larger scale, so I don't really want to say anything that would um, 
be out of sync with what I'm, how I'm living, you know? Right. Keep it real, as they say. You try right. to do that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just interesting because you're one of the more, like, songwriter-oriented house producers. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not, like, putting anyone down. I mean, I think there's room for everybody. Yeah. But, and, uh, but I think your style is different in that aspect. It seems like it develops out of a song structure, sometimes even pop. Or, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I, res- I respect the music. I respect. Yeah. See, that's the thing when you have a category of house, this and that, um, you sort of tend to say house music is about uh, 909 and a sample or a Casio CZ 101 or something like right, that. Right, right. You know, but you, if you respect the music, you can you can have a lot of fun within that 4-4 four, four and uh, 120 or whatever piece per minute you do. You can have a lot of fun within that structure. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's the most, it's the most, uh, universal format to produce in so i respect it like the basic uh, tempos and things like that but it's not just basically um tracks and things like that so i respect the music so i write um since i believe in it so much i can be free to write anything over top of that four four right you know um beat and tempo you know? right mm-hmm. now remixing is like a whole nother thing huh yeah, remixing is you can really like let your hair down, you know, because right. it's another artist. And sometimes when they say, well, we really liked your um, Falling From Grace, we really liked uh, the Tronic dub and this mix. Sometimes the, the people actually want you to go after a record that you did. And uh, that's a lot of fun, you know, because yeah. sometimes blackmail is leading a certain way. And then there was a record in the past on Azuli or something that people really caught on to. And so you should do more of that. Well, I said, okay, but, you know, in time. But then they say, okay, well, then how about remixing somebody else's song and giving that sound? Mm-hmm. I say, that's cool. I can do that. You right. Know? So, yeah. Well, let's uh, hear some remixes of your own stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right now, uh, Rum Anthony has brought up three mixes of Bring You Up, which I'm sure you've heard a million times on my radio show. And he has three different mixes tonight. And he wants you, the listeners, to decide which is the best mix. So there's mm-hmm. three different... What kind of mixes are there? Can you like... Very eclectic. There's um, These are basically structured for the club and the DJs. I figured the first one was basically um, a consistent R&B romp and... Uh, a, a strong vocal presence, you know, right. of a song, of a hook that you know, did not bring you up. And then since uh, that's been played and supported so well, I figured I'd go deeper and uh, for more of the dance floors and the clubs, mm-hmm. you know. So we have three different varieties, and I asked the listeners to come into the boardroom with us and <laughs> call in and say, we like, you know, these, you know. Exactly. I'll pick two for the next release, two of them, so one of them's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the number is 212-998-1818. Again, that number is 212-998-1818. We're playing those mixes. Roman, I want to thank you for coming up tonight. Thank you, and all the listeners out there for supporting, you know. Yeah, uh, definitely. And after these mixes, we'll have one of his own DJ mixtapes coming up. I'm so. ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so you got to hang out for that, too. But again, please give us your feedback. It's 212-998-1818. And the uh, first mix is which one? This is the Fusion dub. Okay, cool. Let's get to it.
89U with uh, Bring You Up. That's the fusion mix? Yes, that was a fusion, All right. fusion mix of that song. Cool. Mm -hmm. So, again, the number is 212-998-1818. We have two more mixes to go through. So, uh, what's its next one coming up? This is going to be, I think this is a very, uh, a, I like this one a lot. It's called the old school classic mix, you know? Uh -huh. Very friendly for the DJs and give it that old school feeling, you know? All right. Mm -hmm. How are we doing over there? Coming. It's coming. <laughs> right. Again, the number is 212-998-1818. All right.
slam and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's the old school one. I think that's probably, I, th I think that one definitely has to go on it. What do you say, Roman? Yeah, I liked all the callers for that one, so we'll put that one yeah, on there. Definitely. We got one. We got one definitely. Yep, definitely. Mm -hmm. Again, the number is 212-998-1818, and uh, we're going to be playing one more mix. Which mix is this? This will be the uh, morph mix. This changes from something that you think it might be, and then it goes into a... A completely another thing for the right. clubs. So. Okay, again, the number is 212-998-1818. Give us your vote. Which one should be pressed? Come on in the boardroom. All right. <laughs> Deep, 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 deep,
Crying like a baby 
Thanks again for coming up tonight. It's been my pleasure, and thanks to everybody for supporting and listening. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the winners were the mixes number two and three. So are those ones yes, coming Yes, you'll hear them on the next Black Mirror release. Thanks for all the callers and all the support. Everybody out there listening, thanks a lot. Yeah, man. definitely. Anthony. And, uh... One more thing. Some of the records heard on Club 89 have been provided by the Sure Record Pool. What's up Roman to Anthony Bobby presents. Davis? Hello. The Sure Record the Pool DJ has been the home of the professional DJ for the past tonight, 16 tonight, years. If you would like service by, Afrocentric by, rhythms, call 718-904-0500. Presented by DJ Roman Anthony. In the beginning there was Jack, and Jack had a groove, and from this groove came the grooves of all grooves. And while one day viciously throwing down on his box, Jack Golden declared, let there be house. And house music was born. I am, you see, I am the creator. And this is my house. And in my house, there is only house music. But I am not so selfish because once you enter my house, it then becomes our house and our house music. And you see, no one man owns house because house music is a universal language spoken, understood by all. You see, house is a feeling that no one can understand really unless you're deep into the vibe of house. House is an uncontrollable desire to jack your body. And as I told 
tripping.